We're live. So, boys, normally I would do a countdown trailer, but that's not how things are done on Collecting oh, Weekly. I hate that. I hate when people do that. You know, because when you go to watch it on replay, there's a little countdown. So that's I'm like trying to get away from scrub that. status. In my it gives opinion. me. Oh, well, I am a scrub. You know, it gives me some time to kind of configure things, and uh, yeah. So, looking forward to this one. I think this is maybe the second time that we've done a dual cast. So yeah. we did a issue I've never a done one episode of, of the reissue. Yeah. So Dean, your first time. How are you feeling about it? Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I don't know how it works. So you guys said <laughs> it's, it's all good to go. So it's good to go. It's streaming on CW. Yeah, I think, we're, think we're good. good. So yeah, so we got Zach here to babysit, but he's seeing the movie tomorrow. So. I think Zach, yeah. we're gonna. I'm gonna roll the intro and then we'll have you drop. But appreciate you helping us set this shit up, Jumbo babies. All right, let's do this. Let's start at the beginning one last time. Earth 67. Whoa! What the? I'm Spider-Man. I need you to come with Who me. Who the heck are you? I, I just told you that. Listen, listen. I'm from the future. How dare you point at me? I'll tell you something. I don't know what they call that stuff, but that little like caramel man. You gotta stop playing. I mean, if they give me one right now, tear it up live. That kid is like top five memes for me now. So good. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So I, I see someone in the chat. It says fa Facebook user. They're saying we can't hear us. So anyone else, anyone else having issues hearing us thus far? I can... Let us know. I can hop oh. on uh, my phone real quick and see what's going on. Yeah, so Nicolio saying sounds working. So awesome. All right, let's go. So I will check in with the chat here in just a second. But thank you everyone for joining um, for this across the Spider Verse spoiler conversation. We're going to start off with not with no spoilers. So if you haven't seen the film, we're going to try to keep it with no spoilers. You know, kind of talk about our high level thoughts, and then we will get into some spoilers in just a bit. So I think we've got a nice little agenda for y'all. Um, and look at who we've got in here, Ben Thomas from the Ben Thomas Show. Ben, how you doing? Hey guys, hey. good, good. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the invite. Definitely appreciate it. I was scarfing my dinner so I could uh, try and jump on, talk some Spider Verse with you guys. You know what I'm saying? What uh, an absolute champion, bro! Appreciate 100%. you being in here. Um, yeah. So with that, let, I'm going to start with some high level thoughts, Dean. Since you were you know first first to commit, I'm going to start with you. What were your yeah. high level spoiler free thoughts of this film? Um. It's very, very good. Let me preface with what I'm about to say. It's with that. It's a very enjoyable film. Um, I think watching animated Spider-Man blows everything out of the water. And I love like the MCU movies and like live action movies just as much as the next guy. But you could just make Spider-Man do such cool shit when you animate him digitally. And boy, do they. And especially in this style, very comic booky, you know, lots of lines and colors. I mean, it's just next level fantastic. Um, but the story, it you know, it, we've seen a little bit of it before. It's nothing groundbreaking or new. Um, so that was a little. I was like, okay. I mean, it's not bad. It's just you know, I, I wanted my mind to be blown, but. You know, even in the past, what, two years, we've gotten a lot of multiversal fucking cosmic interdimensional weaving stories left, right, and center. So 
I guess that was gonna be hard. Um, what was that? Uh, what was that one that we went and saw? The everything all everywhere. Yeah, all everything at once? everywhere all at once. That movie. Yeah. That's a hard movie to beat. But I not mean, even that movie. I mean, just in the Marvel Cinematic Series alone, you know, the Loki show, Doctor Strange, uh, this series, you know, it's the second one. Um, what was the uh, the Ant Man? Uh, you know, it it's you know it's definitely been done. Um, and we'll get into why I think that in a little bit, but. Um, yeah, I I had so much fun watching this movie. Like, do not get it twisted. I thought it was fantastic start to finish. Heck yeah, man! Looking forward to hearing your deeper dive thoughts. So, Rainer, I'm gonna kick it to you as well. Um, what do you think of this film? Well, pretty much everything uh, Dean says, I'm in agreement on. Um, I uh, I didn't know about um, spoiler free. It is um, there's gonna be a um, I can't say that without spoilers, so I'll hold that Jesus. thought. Yeah, but I, I thought it was good. Um, I thought that there was a lot of uh, a lot of comedy, as you expect from a Spider-Man movie. A lot of, like Dean said, the animations, letting them do what they are supposed to be able to do in the world. It was really, really, really enjoyable. It's like if you ever seen a Spider uh, Spider Verse movie, it's like watching a comic book. Um, yeah, I, I I I definitely give it like a solid eight point five nine out of ten. I think. Rainer, we will get there, but you know I appreciate the score already. So uh, yeah, thank you for those thoughts, man. Ben, oh, no I'm gonna worries. kick it to you. <laughs> All right. So what do you think? High level, no spoilers. What were your overall thoughts? So I went and saw this film with an art teacher, and I have to say I haven't had my arm squeezed this many times throughout the course of a film in my entire life. Now you picked a good one, bro. Hopefully it was due to the art and not sheer dateness but no just funny kidding. thing about totally. your arm <laughs> <laughs> no doubt so no i i mean my first take on this of course without spoilers is the art like the artistry the colors the way they put like blended scenes together it was absolutely stunning to watch a lot of the subtle tones insane insane uh, that alone honestly in my opinion is worth seeing this film um I liked the the story, honestly. I I didn't have too many gripes about it, and we'll get into it a little bit more in detail in a few minutes. Uh, but I overall would say that it was a really fun ride, with a pretty unexpected ending, to be honest. And honestly, I thought that the two and a half hours that went by uh, were well paced. It felt like it flew by. Uh, so maybe I was just enjoying those arm squeezes, or maybe the movie was truly that good. Stick around and find out, I suppose. You never know. Yes. So I humble think the film brag. is actually there. You go, humble brag, humble brag. I think the film is actually Got that it a good, honestly. Bit. Love you guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did have you know a bit of bourbon before I went to the theater. Um, so you know I was a little bit in my feelings. I will say I got emotional in the beginning. It, it starts off pretty emotional, but I got emotional by number one the plot, but also how good it is. Like overall, I was yeah. just like, we don't deserve this film. Like this is incredibly well made. Off the back of the first one, which I think may be the best Spider-Man film there is. You know, we, we can get into that debate in a little bit. Um, but, you know, so I was like, okay, there's no way they live up to that one. And I was just blown away by this film, honestly. I don't want to overhype it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. But I just really think 
there are very few problems that I have. I think it was just an incredibly competent, beautiful work of art. Like I think this should be winning all the awards, honestly. Um, yeah, so incredibly excited to, to get uh, a, a bit more into our conversation here. So let me check in with the chat and then I will run through exactly the structure of today's stream. So we got uh, Christian, formerly Xander in the house. Such a wicked movie, loved it. Heck yeah, thank you for being in here. We got Hishi Wee Big Boobs. Yo, hey, thank you for joining. We got Calvin, the low-key collector in the house. Sup, guys? Calvin, what's going on? Uh, we have Facebook user who couldn't hear us earlier, but I think the sound issue has been resolved. Let us know who you are because I'm not seeing it on my end. Um, let's see. We got 16Fix, <laughs> Nicolio the Great and Powerful. Excuse me, Nicolio. Uh, sounds is working. Thank you, Nicolio, for being here. CM Chuck in the house. Ev evening, gents. Looking forward to their conversation on Collecting Weekly this Friday. So um, hopefully this will be a part one and uh, looking forward to he hearing their thoughts. We got Nick's collectibles in the house. Let's go, Nick. Thank you for joining. Um, we got uh, Tina in the house. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, Tina. Thank you for being in here. We got Larry Walker in the house. What's up, dudes? Larry, thank you for joining. We got Lemur Hernandez in the house. Uh, we got the legend Absolute Irwin. Glad we didn't see the action figure universe in the movie. Thank goodness we can put that speculation to bed and then we can roll into everyone's speculation on The Flash. <laughs> I know Ben and Dean have been going hard into their speculations. <laughs> I thought it was possible when I saw one of the parts. And again, I don't want to give too much away yet, but I thought it was possible we'd see it. So Very good. <laughs> and uh, uh, let's see, and Nick there. So thank you everyone for joining. The structure of today's chat. So um, I think we're going to start spoilers now. So just to be on the safe side, if you haven't seen, drop, bookmark this one come back to it after you see the film, but um, we're going to do a quick overview of the plot. Uh, I want to talk about the voice cast standouts, um, our favorite and least favorite parts of the film. And then I want us to rank the film in terms of where it ranks on Spider-Man film overall. So, you know, live action, animated, where it ranks on all the Spider-Man film and then rate it. So normally on my channel, we do pancakes, right? 10 out of 10 pancakes. Um, so we'll go to that and then i want to talk really quickly about the figures did this change your mind on anything that's been announced are there any figures that you may want them to announce after seeing the film and then a Heck few yeah. predictions for for the part two of this film or i guess part three so with that let's get on into the plot so i'm going to read this description like zach normally would on collecting weekly if there are additional things that you guys want to pick up from there just just jump on in after this so the synopsis for the film after reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's full-time, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is catapulted across the multiverse, where he encounters a team of Spider-People charged with protecting its very existence. However, when the, hero clash, uh, when the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles finds himself pitted against other Spiders. He must soon redefine what it means to be a hero so he can save the people he loves the most. Oh man, it's a pretty simple plot, but I think it was just incredibly effective. I want to start with one piece and then Ben, I'll kick it to you. Um, let's see. Uh, Zach is saying, I can hear y'all. Rico, turn your volume up, baby. Okay, I think. <laughs> um, so I was really shocked that it starts off so heavy with Gwen. And I loved that twist, right? I'm expecting to pick up with Miles right where Into the Spider-Verse leaves off. But the fact that it gives us so much background from Gwen... She's a character that I really liked from the first one, voiced by Haley Steinfeld. Um, oh, blown I away there was a by reason I liked her. Right. Exactly. Now I know. Absolute baddie. Yeah. 
absolute baddie. And so to get that background fleshed out, absolute heartbreaking, you know, dynamic with her father, such a strong way to start the film. Um, ben, what'd you think of the beginning? Any, any uh, standouts of the overall plot? So my standout of the beginning was not plot related. It was, am I hard of hearing? Because for whatever reason, at least in the theater I was in, when she starts and she's banging away on the drums and going crazy, I only caught about 40% of what yes. she actually says. Someone else said that too. This is a common and, thing. And, yeah. so, and I thought it was just me. In fact, it made me question, like, should I get my hearing checked after this? And then I heard other people have had similar issues. So I'm like, okay, that was for sure a challenge with the film. Uh, if you have a hard time hearing it at the beginning, you know why. But hopefully they'll tweak that. Anyways, plot related. I liked that they started with Gwen. I was surprised how much of that first chunk of the movie was like all her. In fact, I was kind of like, is this like, is this going to be like more Gwen centric or like, yeah. are they going to split up? But I liked that they gave us a taste of her universe, a taste of what the art style was for her. I liked the way she was drawn and portrayed in this version, I think a little bit more. Maybe that's just because she's grown up a little bit. Uh, Are you talking about her world specifically or just her, her character yeah, design? Well, her both. So both her character's design I thought was really good. I, I liked that they changed up her hair a little bit. But also I liked the artistic like style, like how she was drawn, how her backgrounds were drawn, the color choices that they made. There was a lot of those purples and whites and kind of watercolor feel. Really, really enjoyed that. The jump into the Miles Morales side I thought was was pretty epic as well. Um, but yeah, if, if you're wanting to talk just about the start of this and how it got started, I really enjoyed that that aspect. Thanks, of Ben. It. Appreciate that, brother. Um, and so, so Dean, I'm gonna kick it to you. What do you think of the start of the film? Did it throw you off? Were you vibing with it right away? Sorry, Dean. Um, you're yeah, go. sorry. I, I had to switch it. Um, yeah, no, I absolutely loved it. I thought Gwen was a character in the first movie is very vague about stuff. And so she's kind of mysterious. I guess intentionally so, right? Because she's Right. Um and you know, you're kind of in the first movie you're kind of thrust into it along with Miles. So he kind of also has really no idea who she is or what she's about. Um, but you know, he has that schoolboy crush on her, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but as a viewer, it's kind of like, okay, like she's definitely cool and likable, but like some, something, something's up. So when this right, movie they left starts, a lot of meat on the bone for, for this tons show. of meat on the bone. So when this movie starts and it starts giving you all the meat, I was eating that shit out. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Give me more meat. Oh, That's yeah, right. don't, don't, nobody clip that. Nobody clip that, please. <laughs> Everybody clip that, please. Uh, it was fantastic. I loved it. I, in fact, if this whole movie was just Gwen, I think I would have been happy. Yeah. Uh, because it was so good. I could have honestly, like, you know, a worse movie could have just done a full Gwen part one and then not even gone to Miles at all and just yeah. thrown us for a, leap, a loop there. Um, so, Rainer, what you, would you think of the start of the film? Were you thrown off at all? Um, initially, yeah, I was, I was expecting, like you said, to just jump right into Miles and, um, get going with that, but I, I was happy to see, uh, Gwen and a little bit more explanation as to what her backstory is, her reason for doing things, and, uh, the reason for some of her mysterious behavior, like you put it, it was really good, um, by the time, uh, by the time her, the father dynamic was in play, I was just, I was hooked, I was just hooked. 
Yeah, dude. I, same same thing. I didn't think they would actually commit Gwen to telling her father what her secret identity was. I thought they were going to skip it, and when they when they did it, and he still went to put her under arrest, it was just like, mm-hmm. damn, oh, heartbreaking. damn, heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah that was that was a gut punch right here. Yeah. And you know, coming off the back of, I don't really recall because it's all kind of a blur, but they show more background of her Peter and her universe and how he's the lizard. And I love the design of that lizard. Um, kind of similar to what they're going to do in the, the Spider-Man PS5 game, right? Um, so, like, that was incredibly emotional as well. Has anyone read any Spider-Gwen comics? Do you know if that's, like, pulled straight from the comics? Um, I don't know. I've never read the Spider-Gwen stuff. I have a couple of graded ones, but that's about it. Got yeah, it, got it. Same here, buddy. Uh, Not sure. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think that was a good overview of the, you know, kind of the beginning of the film. I want to highlight one point here because I was kind of laughing through the entire film. And I think Dean and Rainer are the perfect people to have on this stream because I think we kind of, uh, you know, disagree on this point. So it'll be a good conversation. I was laughing because I was like, people are going to perhaps rush to deem this movie as woke, right? Because there's different there's a different female-led spider-man there's a black spider-man right like they've got every variation (laughs) what was that dean i said why are you lumping me into this no i'm i'm just saying we've had this conversation in the past that's that's the only reason why right like on a show like she hulk for example right i'm not saying that you labeled it woke but we talked about people saying oh this is a woke property that's definitely woke Okay, there you go. So so I wanted to talk about that because like She-Hulk wasn't particularly great in my eyes. And so I feel like it's easier to write off as like, okay, well, it's woke. So it's not, you know, living up to expectations. This is so fucking good. I don't know that someone could write it off for for the reasons that you could write off another yeah. weaker property. But um, Rainer, any thoughts on that? You know, I, I saw a lot of undertones about it. Like, she has a uh, she has a, um, a a trans rights poster in her movie. I mean, in yeah. her in her in the movie in her room, uh, Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. And when uh, when she's talking with her father, you know, the colors fade to the to the uh, to the to the trans rights flag. But be, that's so minor, and honestly, it's not woke in my opinion. I didn't get any woke vibes from it. Now I noticed some of this stuff when I was watching it, but. Mm-hmm it's not in your face like you can't call it woke it's not in your face okay yeah, it's, not, it's not preaching exactly. not preaching. okay <laughs> yeah guess, when, when, the... when you're talking down to your audience like they're stupid instead of engaging them in, in like a creative way that's like woke exactly i, I hate it wasn't that term now because it wasn't pandering it, exactly like it just made a statement and that was it yeah, the Got statement it. was there, but it wasn't in your face. It wasn't preaching. It was just, okay, whatever. It's there. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. No, I, I appreciate that distinction. I hate I the honestly, term as well. It's just a comedic term. Yeah, this dude, everybody, ahead, dude, all these YouTubers, just everything's woke. Dude, now nothing is woke. You That's know right, I mean? exactly. Like, like, I, please that, stop. All, all that went over my head at this point. To be honest, I, like, I don't know if I've ever even used the term woke, but... Like, I was just enjoying the shit out of the scene. She was a <laughs> badass girl. She had a cool storyline. It was heartbreaking. It was like, it was all, yeah. it, it was hitting on all the right notes. It doesn't, nothing, it doesn't have to be political. I don't give a fuck, excuse my language, what her sexuality preference is or if she's got a poster on the wall. I didn't even notice that wasn't part of it. Like, if that's part of her, her character, I think that's cool. 
but yeah. otherwise I think they just yeah like that not everything has to be taken to that See, and no the problem is they're reaching now. Like, they're trying to say, oh, she might be trans because she has a poster and the color's faded. It's like, dude, you're reaching at this point. You're yes. looking for problems. And ridiculous. if you look for problems, you're going to find them. Yeah. But and, I, and, I personally didn't get that vibe. Sorry. And I, and I will just say, like, the first movie ends with Miles kind of giving a speech. Like, anyone could wear the mask. You could wear the mask. And so right. I just really appreciate that we're getting yeah. a glimpse into so many Absolutely. diverse backgrounds of spider people and it feels yeah. like a film that's for everyone but it's not preaching for sure exactly yeah in fact there's a there's a moment in the movie with with like all the spider people and there's uh in fact she just got her own comic recently but there's the spider-man in the wheelchair oh yeah I, like I literally any or like the cyborg spider woman who's like a fucking giant or the it's, T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you said, anyone can wear the mask. It's just write a good story. And like Ben said, like I'm just enjoying the story because it's well written and well done. Like, yeah, exactly. That's all we want. We just want good written shit, please. Fair enough. You know, I, and and you know, you can do just have it be relevant to the story. Have it be a good story. Otherwise, do whatever you want. That's that's my philosophy. Just have it be go. relevant to the story. All right, that's, that seems like a really good distinction. So I think we can leave that there. I do want to go and discuss the um, the voice cast here. So um, were there any particular... So, so I don't know if you've gone to research any of this, but yes. were there any particular standouts in anyone's mind? Because, you know, I had to go back and look at some of these. I was like, oh, no wonder the voice sounded so familiar. Like, so, there's a, there's some great ones here. So who voiced the, uh, the, the main villain to Miles Morales? Who voiced that? Jason's... Fuck, yeah, I'm gonna pull it up right here. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman, I think, is his last name. So let's yeah. see. Okay. Yeah, Jason yeah. Schwartzman. Yeah, so I right, love Jason so Schwartzman. So right here, he's so say, good. He, he did a really good job. I agree. He was killer with it. Um, yeah. The second I recognized his voice, I was like, "Oh, bro, favorite character in the movie." Like I, anything he's in, I just love his characters. But there's there's a lot of miles morales's mother in this movie and i was listening to her and i was like i know this voice like i know who this woman is and it's it's fucking laguerta from dexter and i was just like yes oh, uh. <laughs> uh her name is uh lauren velez is this her right here uh yes okay okay um, i'm not super familiar with her oh bro if you watch Dexter, she's a fucking badass. Um, so good. I was like, immediately, I was just like, okay, this is my favorite. Like, fuck Jason. <laughs> it's all about Miles Morales' mother, dude, because I love yeah. LaGuardia, dude. Heck yeah, um, no, she was, yeah, she was amazing my, in this. My two standouts. When they were getting on him for not speaking Spanish, like, it was just such a relatable, <laughs> yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Um, so Ben, how about you? Were there any standouts in terms of the uh, voice casts that you maybe recognize yeah. the voice? Uh, he's not even on this chart here. I don't think I see him. But uh, Andy Samberg as the yes. Ben Riley character. Oh, dude! Thought, that was I did not realize that, that was Scarlet him. Spider. Oh man! He, every scene he was in for me, I loved the way he was drawn, uh, and I loved just like his like persona and his little bit of attitude and like perfect pose and like I oh, just it was perfect. And then uh, 
I really like Spider-Punk, too. I never really cared for Spider-Punk before, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it was kind of like, ah, oh, it's kind of a cool punk rock version of Spider-Man. This movie, like, movie made me love Yeah, because he was, like, actual punk rock. Punk rock. Like, he was awesome. And that's... Anti-establishment. Oh, is that uh, who Daniel voiced Daniel Kaluuya, right? Yeah, oh, that's who voiced him. Oh, them, holy shit. Which is, like, Co- indistinguishable. Kaluuya? Yeah, from, uh, from Get Out. Yeah. Get I like that he even and, has uh, he had some principles. Like he didn't stick around when they were messing with Miles. He's like, I'm out. I, I quit. You know, like yeah, like this shit actually cool. helped him break out too. I mean, yeah. come on. I really like that uh, that character a lot. There's yeah, a lot of like people a... in this movie that are in other Marvel movies. Now that I'm looking at it, like which ones? Um, well, Paper Haley Boy? Steinfeld is mm-hmm. the new Hawkeye. Um, Moon Knight, obviously, fucking. Uh, Oscar. Oscar Isaac. Dupinder. Uh, Dupinder. Uh, 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 what's this guy's name? Oh my He's God. not the new Blade, is he? Oh, Marshall uh, Ali. Yeah. Yeah. That's him, he's, right? Uh, the, he's the uncle, right? Yeah. Prowler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, God damn. Either the well's running dry or they're, you know, just reusing it. People. And it's like, oh, they're. And as we saw in this movie, there's crossovers. Yeah, what do, some yeah, wild so, ones, dude? So why don't we why don't we just get into that really quick? So like, what were some yeah, of the yeah. surprise Easter eggs that you all saw? I'm sure I, that you're gonna bring up the Prowler, but go ahead, Rainer. You had you had one in particular. I, I lost my shit when they went to the Lego World. <laughs> <laughs> dude, same. Oh, dude, yeah, that, was that was so cool. funny. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, so so for me, obviously the Prowler. So seeing. Um, Childish Gambino, what is his actual name? Donald um, Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah, seeing Donald Glover as the Prowler, it's like, is it the same one? Is it maybe a spin off variation? Are we yeah. ever going to get that in live action? Incredibly exciting. But Ben, how about you? Any, any standout Easter eggs? Oh, a couple. Uh, I liked seeing Andrew Garfield's scene recreated in animation, but then also seeing his real life self uh, uh, playing that out with Gwen Stacy, like when she dies. That scene for me is such like a heartbreak moment within the Spider Verse of films. Uh, the Tobey Maguire scene, like standing, you know, when he's squatting over uh, uh, Uncle Ben when he's died. Again, such a powerful scene. That Lego scene, I didn't expect a Lego inclusion, and as soon as I saw that Lego inclusion, I was like. Maybe we were right about the action figure arms. (laughs) And I was like, if that's the case, I'll probably like it more. Yeah, that wasn't the case. But um, no, I like I liked those worlds worlds a lot. Uh, I like I like the inclusion of the uh, the the pointing meme that when 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 he's like, you know, Spider Man's on the loose, get him, and everybody's like, oh, you 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 you. you." (laughs) That was great. Um, I really love seeing uh, the PS PS Five Spider Man. Oh, yes. it was like was a quick pl- second. I thought he'd be in it a lot more. Did you see the young guy playing? He was who, the guy who was like, "I'm not your guy in the chair." He was playing the PS5 version of Spider-Man on his TV. Oh, I missed <laughs> yeah, that all together. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah playing it. Yeah, that's cool. That's incredible. Um, also, like I said, the the other like comic variations of Spider-Man, like the one in the wheelchair. I don't know her name, um, but it's like, oh, I've. You know, like like we were talking about earlier, like all these YouTubers complain about shit, like left, right, and center. And so it's like, I know about these characters because people complain about them, but it's like, oh, but look, like here they are included. Like it's, just, it's cool to see. 
you know, I have no skin in the game on like who they are. You know, I don't read their books, but um, it's just oh. it's it's cool. Sunnyvale oh. Russ is saying, when Gwen opened Miles' carded action figure, I laughed pretty hard. Oh, oh my god, was, that, that part of me a... died. <laughs> uh, part of me died. Oh man, Big Breda is saying sound not working. So let us know if you're watching on One Six Fix. Is the sound still not working? If you're watching on Collecting Weekly, is the sound working? If you're watching on Facebook, is the sound working? Um, or is Breda just a troll? Yeah, <laughs> Breda's probably a troll. He's probably a Russian He's agent. Probably. Sounds working point. on our YouTube. <laughs> Okay, I think I think we've heard reports it sounds up and running, but let us know if you have any more issues. Um, oh, uh, I Aero forgot Maestro, about this one. Yeah, so the Renaissance Vulture, that was such yeah. a cool addition, right? Like, that was such an <laughs> Dude, you shouldn't play with fire. You're made of paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, you were sitting there in a, sipping a latte or something, and then you got sucked into our dimension. <laughs> it's like, perfect. Okay, I checked Facebook, YouTube, on, on both our channels, and sound is working. Okay, so Breda may be, may be messing with us, but let us know if yeah, that's not true. the case out there. <laughs> so so I really quickly want to get into, um, I think we can glance over Miles' kind of background. Incredible, though. Really really great part of the film. And then let's fast forward to when he meets up with Gwen Stacy. So kind of picking up after, or, or, um, picking up right after Into the Spider-Verse. What did you all think of 2099 and then Nueva York, kind of that characterization? Um, so Rainer, I'm gonna start with you. What'd you what'd you think of all that? I thought, um, without getting too deep into 2099's motives, I I, I do think that he uh, he's blinded by his past. I do think that um, there's a I don't know if you want me to go ahead and cover the Miles part of that that story if you want to. Cool. So Miles is an anomaly supposedly, and 2099's job is to fix anomalies, but Miles is the original anomaly. And so the way the Spider-Verse works is there are certain core events that have to happen across each Spider um, storyline. But since Miles is an anomaly, you don't know what's going to happen if you don't, if you know those events don't happen. And so mm -hmm. what winds up happening in uh, when they go into one of the worlds is Miles prevents a core event and the world starts unraveling. And I thought that was really interesting because it just shows the, it, it really shows um no matter how much, you know, how no matter what happens, there are certain things you can't outrun and you can't get away from. But the difference is, since Miles is an anomaly, I think he can. That's my thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting theory, Dean. What do you think about that whole, you know, kind of uh, focal event or like I'm forgetting what they call them in the film. I'll look it up right now. But what do you think of the whole 2099 um, plot to, as the bad guy, basically? Yeah, it's um, you you really you feel really bad for him. I mean, he lost everything and then lost it again, mm -hmm. you know, trying to recapture what he had lost. And he learned a super, super ugly lesson. Mm -hmm. And so when he comes to miles with, you know, this issue, it's, it's like, you're kind of like, yeah, dude, like shit's going to happen, you know? So they're called canon and, events, right? And Rainer apologies oh, if you said that already. Yeah. But. So it's 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 like, you know, well, like he's not wrong in a way. And so you kind of are rooting for him also. You know what I mean? Like he's not just like a bad guy for the sake of being a bad guy. He's almost like a Thanos, right? Like you understand his motivation. Well, exactly. Thanos is a fucking maniac, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanos is right. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I really loved the character. I thought he was uh, super badass. I mean, they made him fucking cool, dude. Menacing. Huge, menacing, fast as shit. He's got cool web. He's got those swords. When they're there's a scene where they're like on like a uh, vertical train, and he's fucking climbing it. I was like, God damn! Like this guy's cool, man. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought he was great. Um, bit of a dick, just for the sake of being a dick. Sometimes, like he's even rude to people that are just like around him. But you know, he's he's got a job to do, right? Yeah, it's, and he's the know, only one willing to do it. Yeah, it's like, hey, like, I'm the boss. Like, work is work, you know? You never really get to see him be, like, him. He's always in, like, work mode. It's like being around your boss, right? They're never really fun to be around. <laughs> that was kind of how I felt about that. Uh, hey, now, um, I'm a manager. I try to be fun around. Okay, dude, <laughs> that's not what I've heard. That's not what I've heard. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, check his Yelp scores, everybody. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw a can of paint in this guy's face. Um, so, so Ben, what did you think of uh, of Miguel, and what did you think of Nueva York as as a whole, and when the movie shifts to that? Yeah, so I, so again, loved the artistry of every world that we got a chance to see. Right, every universe was drawn differently. I loved the futuristic feel, obviously, of the twenty ninety nine Spider Verse uh, like world. I, you know, when I looked at this character, I didn't feel like he was a villain. He was certainly an antagonist, right? So he's somebody that obviously has this job to do um, and wants to communicate that to Miles and communicate that level of importance. But he does a terrible job at that, in my opinion. He gets him so fired up. Like, if you if you need somebody to stick around, you're not like, your dad's going to die. There's pretty much nothing you can do about it. So Great I'm going to lock you speech. in this cage right now and... Hopefully you don't get out in a in an aggressive and very stern way. Like you would think that after having closed all these fissures, you know, for his his mission, that he would have gotten better at subtlety and being able to kind of keep Miles there and understand the importance or the weight of his possible decision to try and divert that that cannon plan. But he does a terrible job of that. On the other hand, obviously, the movie needs to continue, right? There needs to be a move forward uh, with, the, with the story. I thought the Spot character also didn't necessarily feel like a villain at first. He felt like somebody who was pissed, but wasn't very well heard. And, and nobody cared. And, and he was a sympathetic villain. I thought these both were. I don't think 2099 Spider-Verse um, Spider-Man ever did like was supposed to be a villain. But he definitely pushed Miles in that direction. Um, ominous, though. Ominous. And kind of like Dean said, a little bit of a dick to even the people around him. Which, again, terrible way to get the job done. Terrible. Well, and I, I felt bad for Spot at first. Like, like, you, too. like you said, yeah. Same. Yeah, so Usby, I'm going to kick it over to you. Thank you for joining, by the way. What did mm-hmm. you think of Jason mm-hmm. Schwartzman's portrayal of the Spot? And did you like him as... Um, kind of the lead villain with I think Ben made a, an important distinction 2099 being an antagonist but not necessarily a villain um so yeah I mean in the comics Spot is a joke villain he's literally looks like a poodle or a, a, a Dalmatian uh he, he is a villain of the week like he's only in like two up epi- two comic books basically it's uh 
Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man like 99 and 100 and 101 or something like that. I forget what they are, but um, he is a joke villain. So the fact that they made him like an Omega level threat <laughs> villain in this is, is a pretty is a pretty cool twist on it because, um, you know, I think me and a lot of people when they saw that spot was going to be the villain, it's like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah, he's going to be the like, you know, main he's going to be the villain and then they're going to whatever him and then the real villain is going to come out later they're going to not show who he is maybe it's noel maybe it's you know some other big bad spider <laughs> villain or something like that um but uh yeah they didn't do that they just transformed him into this you know crazy powerful uh you know multi-dimensional uh threat so i, I think it's cool i love jason Schwartzman just in general as an actor and, and as so good the stuff that he's done so i thought that he uh filled that role as kind of like a joke villain good you know what i mean uh i think he played that well and then you know we'll see how he does when he's the uh sort of yeah omega level for to use a mutant term um sort of antagonist of the next film um yeah i i think it's cool i think he's his design is super cool um you know i don't know how much you guys have talked about because i've been locked in my daughter's room but like it's um the way that they change the the animation style for for all the different stuff and how he's like a raw drawn character and that like you know you do the kind of i don't draw but i've known people who have drawn they kind of draw the circles in and then they kind of sketch around to make the shapes and da 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 and how they just left him as that raw thing because he's just sort of this amorphous sort of you know thing i guess whatever so yeah, yeah, that's a really I, good point because I didn't think that the, it, they could get any more stylish from the first film, but they've really yeah. like changed the game in terms of artistic interpretation of all these different characters and worlds. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a standout. Oh, they yeah, have like, the Annie big time. Yeah, and, and every, uh, yeah, again, I don't know what you guys have talked about. I'm sorry, but yeah, just the animation no, no. style from like uh, Gwen's universe, like all the emotional stuff that was happening there, how it was all like watercolors and so conveyed different emotions when it happened, and they would change to more watercolors to more draw, you know. Da-da-da. So, anyways, that's sidetrack, but yeah, Jason Schwartzman, I thought it fit, he fit the tone in the movie, uh, as far as like sort of comedy mixed with drama, and then I think he has the ability to be sort of a menacing villain, just he's got that kind of voice for it for uh, for next movie, so yeah. Absolutely. Um, and any thoughts on Miguel O'Hara at all and uh, kind of how he may differ from his portrayal in the comics? Um, you know, it's been so long since I've read 2099, so I couldn't tell you, but he's a dick in this movie. I mean, he's yeah. he's basically like the the villain of the, the third act, right? Because Spot goes away and then he's the sort of villain of the third act. And it's like the it's that uh, the thing from, I think it's Hogan's Heroes or whatever, where they're like, are we the bad guys? Like, <laughs> they're, they're kind of the bad guys. I mean, I know they're just basically not preventing stuff, so it can, you know, you know, da, 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 and, and it's, again, it's a, it's a moral conundrum, right? It's, a, it's I think, a moral quandary in that, like, it's the trolley, um, the trolley thought experiment, where it's like, you can either save everybody in the trolley, or you can save this one person that you're going to, run over what are you gonna do and so mm-hmm. i think it's that but um but yeah. with spider-man it's always both you always yeah. try and go for both exactly so, so i can see that <clears throat> i think he comes from a uh um you know the future that he comes from is a very bleak uh sort of thing so it's probably shaped his worldview as far as that goes um but oscar isaac fucking killed it i'll, <laughs> I'll say that he was acting the shit out of that role so um 
yeah, uh, he's definitely a dick. Uh, like to see what happens with his character in the third one, um, if they can redeem him or not, because he's kind of he went off the deep end, man. Miles got his goat, and he just yeah. So I don't know. I think he lost respect from a lot of different people. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, Oscar Isaac killed it. I thought 2099 was cool looking and, and all that. But uh, yeah, we'll see where he goes in the third one. Absolutely. And, and Dean, I wanted to kick it to you because I was a bit confused during the film. Maybe they did a great job of explaining, but I kind of got lost in the plot in terms of these canon events or these absolute points, right? So yeah. did, does every Spider-Man need to have both a tragedy like Uncle Ben dying and the commissioner dying? Is that like the one-two combo? Or I, I wasn't really following that. What, what did you understand? Yeah, just from what I know about Spider-Man, it's usually because even Gwen mentions it in this movie or someone mentions it um but Gwen oh that's right Gwen mentions it Gwen is Peter Parker's first girlfriend usually mm -hmm. and she always dies and that's kind of how he ends up with Mary Jane as he meets her later on and I don't usually remember it being her father or like the police chief. Uh, it's usually Gwen Stacy who dies. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously Uncle Ben dies to give Peter the, the wisdom and the, and the, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, so the, I guess there is usually two in, like instances to give Spider-Man that push um yeah so that's how i understand it um, okay i okay. guess so it wasn't as clear to you as well yeah okay thank you for for expanding all that anyone else on the panel maybe have a different interpretation or kind of understood it the same way all right um uh, no sorry i was looking for the <laughs> mute button um you know i don't know i mean it's uh it seems at least from the movie what they the sort of the story that they were putting down it seemed like they needed both um obviously you know um if you have gwen stacy's and, and all that seems but it seems like the majority of uh spider-man are uh, spiders man spider spider-man's sp whatever are uh, -Man. are uh it's like attorneys general maybe they're spiders men um but uh are peter parkers so i i think maybe uh, they have to have both die. I, I don't know. But it seemed like when they were playing this sort of Rolodex of shit that has happened to all these spider yeah. people that, uh, yeah, they all had, you know, uh, the uh, Captain Stacy die and they all had, uh, you know, their aunt or uncle or whatever die. So, yeah. Oh, that's my eye. Yeah, that was such a cool to said. like see <laughs> to see all these live action snippets, right? Like that everything's interconnected after we saw the Prowler. Um, it, it's really cool that they're tying everything together, which was unexpected for me. I kind of thought, you know, this animation would, would live in its own corner, but of course, um, no, it, it makes sense that we'd want to put put everything together. So, um, uh, when, so when we saw when we saw Childish Gambino, I was like, "What the fuck?" Crazy, <laughs> that right? was that was that was it, bro. I was like, "Oh shit, okay, yeah." And you would just hope that that means that we're gonna get it. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. Um, that hopes that. You would hope that that means we're going to get a live action prowler, right? Like, we, yeah, they, I mean, they said that. they said as much that they're that they're doing a animated Jessica, uh, a Spider Woman story and a live action Miles movie is in development or in you know whatever. Heck yeah, 
Heck yeah. So, so Sunnyvale Russ has a question. Um, any of y'all know if 2999 needs to keep taking that serum to be Spider-Man? Anyone familiar with that? I'm not. I'm not either. Like I said, it's been so long since I've read 2999. I think that's more of a vampire that, thing than yeah. a Spider-Man thing. Because he's a vampire, if I remember correctly. That's at least how they introduced him, right? That he was a vampire. Yeah. yeah so I that think that's a vampire thing. I don't... Okay. To like keep him, I guess, like normal. Yeah, it was that was not particularly clear. So sorry we couldn't help there. Nick's collectible saying they made it seem that Uncle Ben and the captain has to die, but I don't think any captain in Toby's universe dies. So I don't know. Yeah, really interesting. Like it's like they have a uncle that passes and then a captain that passes, and those are the absolute points. I think that's what they were implying, but again, it wasn't super clear. Ben, what was your take on that? Well, Gwen Stacy is in the third film of the Tobyverse, um, and I think you do see her dad on the ground as the police chief at one point, but you don't see him die. So you're not wrong. I think it's like it's just that maybe they just didn't get to it with the no, Toby. No, he dies the in the first movie. The the Gwen, Gwen's dad. You're talking, saying, you're I think talking you're about Andrew Uncle Garfield. Ben. No, in the Toby in the Toby Maguire movies. Oh, Toby Maguire. Yeah, in the third one. Gwen yeah. Stacy's that in that as well. Oh, that's um, right, she is. Uh, but and you, you see, as I said, you see his dad on the ground, but I her her dad on the ground, but I don't think they kill him. Anyways, um, I thought. Sorry, what was the question again? I guess what was your apologies? In terms of the, how did you understand those canon events? Was it that those two things were absolute points for every Spider-Man, like, or else their world will collapse? Was was that what they were saying? Yeah, I, I at least at least I think they alluded to that. I don't think that they necessarily specifically called that out. I think they left it in the gray area a little bit because I'm sure that there are still universes where that doesn't necessarily need to happen in those ways. Uh, but it seems to me that the experience of loss is required in order for that that break in their humanity and their decision to go on to be, you know, have that great responsibility. Uh, you know, I think is important uh, to the to the character of, of Spider-Man or Spider-Woman. Um, so I think that for sure. Uh, I don't know if you need both sequentially though to necessarily make it happen. I think it just has to be that that level of loss, right? Because I'm, I'm trying to think, uh, I could be wrong, but even Tom Holland's um, Spider-Man, obviously Aunt May dies, but I don't think there's a police chief that dies in that one specifically that he's yeah, close to. Yeah, I guess with. not yet, right? Right? I mean, know. I think it's just one or, one or the other or both. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's that feeling of loss, that that reason to, as I said, accept that great responsibility and move on. I think it's part of the reason why we see Evil Miles, who, who's now transitioned into the Panther. I mean, I guess he lost his dad, but maybe like I don't know. That's see, that's a question mark. Maybe but that's that the one, fact that he's a wild card, right, or that he's yeah. he's this anomaly. I, I thought that was a diff, a universe with a different foundation because uh, you know the the spider. Thing. Well, we'll get to that later. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. So Rainer, that I think sense. that's that's a good transition. Exactly Why don't you go right. ahead and describe well, that how you how you understand it? Yeah. What, one thing. Sorry, I just want to get to the the to answer that question about the serum that he injected mm -hmm. himself with or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, they don't. I'm reading. A, I'm reading an article on it right now. In the comics, when uh, before he became Spider Man, uh, 2099, he was like a drug addict, and then he did. Um, experiments on himself uh, the alchemex and stuff like that that did involve some sort of serum and it basically made his dna like 50 percent spider 50 percent human um so you know but you know there was never really any serum or anything like that involved but 
they this guy wrote that maybe he's like in the movie they're sort of adapting that his backstory and whatever is that he's injecting that serum to like stabilize his his uh dna so he doesn't go like full-on spider or you know <laughs> the half spider doesn't come out and he's more human or whatever but yes oh got all. it to answer that thank you for doing the research what an absolute legend excuse me um so so rainer i'll kick it back to you so so how did you understand so so i guess the flash forward miles gets teleported to this particular universe i think it's earth 42 right 42. where there is no spider-man and so Correct. i guess give us a breakdown of why that might may be the case well, from what I understood it to be is that the spider that bit Miles in his universe was actually from a different universe and it was things weren't supposed to play out that the way that they did when uh when the spider bit Miles. It wasn't ever supposed to happen. And that's why, you know, Miguel says it was an anomaly because it wasn't supposed to happen. And so because of that, when he got transported back to the universe, um they, the, the machine read the DNA of the spider, not him. And so he got transported into the universe where there wasn't ever a Spider-Man. And because of that, villains are running amok. Got it. Got it. And so I, I guess from what I understood, so so that spider transported over there. Now, I think it wasn't clear whether it was supposed to bite a Peter Parker or I, a Miles. I'm not sure who it was supposed to bite, right. but it wasn't supposed to be Miles. I know that. Yeah. Well, so I so I was watching, I think it was New Rockstars, and I guess there is a flash. So I'm interested to go back and see it, but there is a flash where we see a spider potentially about to bite about to bite Miles with braids in his hair. So there's some ambiguity there as well. I'd be really curious how they how they kind of play that out mm -hmm. in, in episode three yeah. or part three. Yeah, because. Um, in the spider verse it's it's a bunch of people with the play on the name peter right peter a peter b uh uh what's what's the other one um anyway there's like no other miles mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what i mean like you think there would be other miles morales yeah. if he was supposed to be a spider-man somewhere mm -hmm. but like rainer said he's an absolute standout yeah. Yeah. He's, he is an anomaly. So I don't think he was ever supposed to be Spider Man. Well, and that opens the door for all kinds of stuff because if he's an anomaly, he doesn't follow the same laws as other Spider Mans in terms of the core uh the core events or whatever whatever they're called. Yeah, the canon events. The canon yeah. events, yeah. He doesn't necessarily have to follow the same formula, so that means potentially Miguel's right, potentially Miguel's wrong. You, but I think Miguel was too blinded by his past to see through that and see the potential. <laughs> Peter, Peter D. Ingus. <laughs> oh, who said that? Irwin, you fucking legend, bro. Absolute legend. So, what a so ben, I'm gonna, <laughs> ben, I want to start with you. So, how about we highlight, before we get to the ending, how about we highlight your favorite and least favorite thing of this film? Damn, that's a good. That is a hard question. It um, is. It is. I, I would. I would still have to say the artistry between all scenes uh, and the way that they flowed that artistry together is my favorite part. I want to see it again, just to see what I missed in the background, to see like what wasn't the focal point. I think you could watch this movie ten times and see something different every single time. And I think as a favorite aspect of this film, that its rewatchability is one hundred percent there for me. 
Um, what I liked least about the film was the fact that uh, 2099 Spider-Man was such a dick and such an antagonist because movie plot that like it was to the point where he so poorly explained it to Miles that he got him so fired up and created all these issues when you're trying to be the guy that solves them. It makes him being the, the problem solver feel less realistic to me because I'm like, he wouldn't get past the 10th Spider-Man. He'd just piss him off and put him in jail? Like, what? Like, no, I, I didn't like that he was antagonistic for the sake of the story, not because it seemed to really mess <coughs> with where he was at. I get that he was pissed. I get that he was upset. He lost what he adopted in his mind's eye to be his daughter, and that was devastating to watch. But I still don't think it gave him the right to treat Miles the way he did and further the plot line the way that it did. It just needed that push in that direction for the story. To be fair, Miles did just set off a canon event thing, like right before that. So. Yeah, but he didn't know. He, he like you can't be pissed with the guy for that. You have to. That's you have to true. Explain. Like you just saved somebody's life. You're like Spider Man. You're supposed to do go. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny because like the whole time he's asking them what's going on, they're like, "We like shut up, we're not telling you," and then he fucks up, and then they're pissed off at him for. It's like you didn't tell him. Tell him what he can and can't do. Well, and like look how hurt Miles was that Gwen like essentially lied to him because at first he thought she was trying to save his potential life when actually she was trying to avoid this breakage of canon event and that hurt his trust more than if she just screamed at him you could end the world or like pretty much anything else to to try and stop him from saving that guy and he still probably would have done it because he's spider-man that's supposed to happen he, that's right. he's the guy for that you can't tell spider-man not to save somebody I think that doesn't make sense but like for him so, as I said, the, the way that 2099 came after him as being upset and antagonistic and pushing it in that storyline, it felt like it was story for the sake of story, not not necessarily the, the plot thread that I would have rathered see. And I loved everything else about the film. I thought it was amazing. Really well said, Ben. So, Dean, how about you? So, favorite and least favorite thing? Um, yeah, my favorite thing, honestly, is the deep dive we got on Gwen. It was unexpected and it was so well done. Really fleshed out her character and it just made me like her even more. Um, Cause you know, she feels very badly about the events that transpire in this movie. And she, you know, near the end of the movie is gonna try and make it right. And it just shows a lot of resilience and strength in her character and I, I i just thought it was gwen was my favorite part of the movie <clears throat> uh least favorite part it kind of goes back to what ben is saying and we kind of saw this in far or no way home where spider-man will do whatever it takes to save somebody even if they're not worth saving Right, Doctor Strange is like, hey, these villains are they gotta die. That's their purpose. And Spider-Man's like, no, like it it's not. Like we can do something about it. And that's how Spider-Man should be, right? So why the fuck are all these other Spider-Men just going along with this bullshit? Yeah. Yeah, it's like I sure. know that he has like hard evidence to suggest it, but like not even willing to try 
seems like a very not Spider-Man thing to do. Yeah. So that was kind of my biggest complaint with the movie. It was like, why does it take Miles standing up to this guy for all the other Spider-Men to be like, oh, okay, yeah. It's very MacGuffin-y. It's, you know, they got to move yeah. the plot along. But it's like, but that's, like Ben said, that's Spider-Man. He'll save anybody. Yeah, why is Pi- Spider-Punk the only one that's, like, questioning the established order here? Right? Like, that's totally... Yeah, because he's fucking badass. Yeah. Dude, always the best. Oi! <laughs> he's like, man, you're even cooler with your mask off. <laughs> it's like, well, and not yeah. necessarily all of them follow that, right? I mean, we see that a bit at the end, and I don't know if I, right. I don't want to jump ahead necessarily, but not not. But all it's of like them it are. took all that for these guys to be like, hey, wait a minute. There are. It seems like there's more than there's not, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obi. So, uh, so Rainer, favorite and least favorite. Well, Dean already covered my favorite part to a T. Gwen, the larger role she played, the deep dive into her uh, story. So everything's been said there. I'm gonna, not going to rehash it. My biggest complaint is we have to wait to see it because the ending, that was that was like a gut punch for me. I was Everything was getting rolling. I was getting into it. I was like, yes. And then it's like, oh, I got, I'm kidding. I got to wait for part three. Okay, I wanted to bring this up. I, I didn't know when to bring it up, but no, I, I guess perfect. I'll wait You're for gonna, you. That was going to be the next topic, but... Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Use me, Giggle. Sorry. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so use me. Favorite and least favorite. Oi. Obi. Obi. He's a bit... No. Um. So you guys exactly. took mine. I mean, Gwen, Gwen was yeah, arguably probably the best part of the movie. Her story, uh, the art style was just utterly amazing how they change it up between different universes and seamlessly kind of made it all work together. Um... Yeah, you know, honor, even honorable, when you see Donald Glover, it like just works. Yeah, yeah. Honorable yeah, mention crazy. to uh, uh, I, I'm not even gonna pronounce his name, but the the Indian Spider Man that was that was an awesome sequence and just his whole stick <laughs> with everybody. But um, but I think then yeah, if I can't say the other stuff because it's already been said, I would have to say my favorite part is um, the sort of relationship development between Miles and his mom, like the whole like speech uh, with. You know about like you know I've loved you since you're you know a boy you know you, when you're, you're growing up but you know make sure that the people you run with don't let you forget you know that we love you like the whole sort of relationship um, building between them um, yeah hit home just because I have you know a son who's he's only seven but you know he's seven going on fucking fifteen so um, that besides you know sort of stuff that other people have mentioned uh, my least favorite part. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be bitching and and just say yeah that we have to wait another year for it because, um you know I I knew that this was gonna sort of be a two parter but I expected maybe a little bit more, uh not such a huge cliffhanger, <laughs> on everything like, you know because because you know I was talking to some friends and we compared it to to Empire where Empire obsessively leaves on a cliffhanger with you know Han Solo getting frozen in carbonite you know um. Luke getting his arm chopped or hand chopped off, da, da, da. but at the end of the day, it was more wrapped up, and then it's more of a complete you, story. You yeah. knew what they were gonna do after this. Whereas, yeah. whereas this, like, this is just like, <gasps> okay, you're done. See you, in, see you in a year. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, that was such a that was, it was a flap. <laughs> yeah, it was just jarring. Uh, somebody in our theater on because I saw it release day. Someone in our theater was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> what <laughs> what me, I literally said. said there weren't that many people in my screening. I was like, "Those motherfuckers." Um, yeah. There were no children there. Uh, yeah, that, that that I knew of. Um, and then also honorable mention to Andy Samberg as uh, as Ben Riley, dude. <laughs> that was so. It was so funny about that because like he was such like a like a kind of an even even cringe character for the day and just to see him like just be like emo and talk about just, his musculature and all this stuff. So so funny. Um so yeah, no, I mean I've seen it twice already and I'll I'll probably see it again here. Uh but yeah, man, uh, hobby and, and spider punk is gonna get some heavy cosplay this year at SDCC. He was one of the standout, you know, sort of roles or or spider people in the movie so um it's gonna be a tough one to pull out pull yeah. off excuse me pull out my god pull up. <laughs> well <laughs> what, what's on your mind dude <laughs> you, you know where i'm at always. Hey, yo. um so, so i i will just echo what everyone else said use me i was actually going to say the relationship with miles and his mom like that was such a strong point you know his latino background like them getting upset that he doesn't speak spanish like there's just so many beautiful scenes with his family like like added to that emotional core when he has to leave and you know do what a what he must do towards uh, towards the rest of the film yeah incredibly well done the art style as mentioned yeah. right like it took it to the next level which i didn't think was possible that yeah. was absolutely incredible to me least favorite i have to say and i think i've got a slide for this uh peter b parker it was cool that he's a dad now but i just didn't uh, oh maybe it didn't make it in here didn't I do didn't much. necessarily, yeah, he didn't really do a whole lot. Like, he was such a great portion of the first film. And I get there's a lot of characters we have to, you know, kind of get in with. But it, it he just felt like a background character. And it didn't feel like he intervened enough, um, like he should have, to, to kind of assist Miles. So I think his, his characterization was not the strongest, but I still love that character. I still love, um, what, what's the actor's name here? I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, Jake, I think, I Jake think Johnson, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he'll be a bigger part of three for sure. I think it's going to get, you know, that that whole core group is going to be them versus uh, Spot or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. So, so actually, we're going to get into that right now in terms of predictions for three. So Also, ben, also one thing, sorry. Honorable it, mention to the soundtrack, bro. If you haven't listened to the soundtrack, it is dope shit, as hell. It is awesome. It is really good. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. No, that's that's a really, really great point. Again, in terms of I didn't think they could do it better than part mm -hmm. one. And I don't know that they did do it better, but it was, it felt almost as good. So, yeah. So I just, I disagree with that a little bit. I actually okay, like the soundtrack, the playlist of songs better from the first film, but I think I liked the scoring better for this particular film. Some of the dramatic scenes, uh, that the music tension in the background, I thought was, was wonderfully done. Uh, but I think I, I liked I liked the the, uh, the songs better. I think in the first in the first film. Okay, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I also wanted to say before we move on to this next, the whole um, ending on a cliffhanger part. The first movie posters that came out said part one on them, and somewhere along the lines got taken away. Hmm. But if, if if you look for. Uh, across the Spider-Verse movie posters and find them from like March 2022 they mm -hmm. say part one on them because even walking into the movie theater Rainer I was like um, it's part one and I was like but maybe it's not because 
it doesn't say that anymore on any of the posters yeah and then when it ended i was like okay yeah it, it, it is a two-parter it, it's like what they do with infinity war i think that was a marketing decision because otherwise the opening box offices wouldn't be as good i think that was a marketing decision plain and simple maybe yeah because infinity actually... war was originally infinity war part one and infinity war part two but then they changed it to infinity war and, and then endgame probably for that okay, reason. yeah so maybe the third movie will have a totally different name but it is it's um, beyond the spider-verse oh okay then there you go. go yeah so so ben i think you're the only one you and i are the only ones that haven't mentioned how we felt about it ending abruptly so so what do you think of the ending so i i literally had to immediately check my watch to check that it had already been two and a half hours because it for me it flew by on on the first viewing i was happy about it I was surprised. I was like, "What? We? I? The, my date and I looked at each other like, like actually, like what? That, like they're not going to finish it?" But then I started to immediately think about it and was happy that they didn't. They still feel like there's a lot of meat on the bone left. There's still a lot of great story to be told, and if they tried to squish that all into a, a singular film, I think it would have felt like there would have been a, a deeper loss uh, to fans uh, because they wouldn't have had a chance to develop what they already did with this film and set us up for that next film. I was a little bummed that we didn't see the, the gang from the first film a little sooner, mm-hmm. but just the fact that they're coming to, to help Miles save the day, either way, gets me really hyped for the next one. And yeah. I'm sure that they're probably, it's got, you know, they cooked it in the oven, I'm sure. I, like, what did they say, 2024? March a year away. Yeah, I March mean, we, 2024. We, we wait longer for Hot Toys. So if that's what they needed to do in order to make it a deep and fully developed story, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm excited about it. And I think that the third film, once it's released, just like Endgame did, may highlight even still how good this film was like Endgame did for Infinity War. Heck yeah, Ben. So, so for me, I was um, a bit caught off guard and I remembered, so so the first thing that I remembered was Zach saying like, oh, it was supposed to be part one and part two. I think it was on Collecting Weekly. Um, so so he had put that in my mind. I forgot about it. And then when it ended, I was like, oh shit, yeah, it's this is part one. I really had to pee really badly. Like it's not a short film, right? You mentioned two hours, 20 minutes. Um, and I couldn't find a good time to go. Like the entire movie is banger after banger. And so when it ended, part of me was like, oh man, okay, that's wild. Like I'm excited for the next part. Part of me was relieved because I could finally pee. And uh, part of me was slightly annoyed that it cut off because I just wanted more, but I can wait. I can for sure wait. Um, So yeah, I think it was by far, uh, it was a nice way to end it. It didn't bother me too, too much. Um, So really quickly want to go on to our overall score. So uh, Ben, I'm going to start with you. What is your overall score out of 10 for this film? Jeez, 10 pancakes, eh? Um, There's a big part of me that wants to give it a 9.5. I would give it a 9 out of 10 if it were me. Um, Again, I loved the soundtrack, um, but I didn't think it was as strong as the first. I loved the scoring. I thought that was wonderful. The art was shocking. If it had just been an art piece, that would have made it a 10. Um, Some of my challenges around how they forced the story to progress uh, with 2099 diminished it a little bit for me um but i mean that's nitpicking what felt like an incredible experience uh and a nine out of ten for me for an animated film like this uh is a is a strong review because there 
are few animated films that exist out there that get me as excited about this one did going into the film and it did not disappoint so i will give it the 9 out of 10 because i didn't feel like it was a perfect film but it was excellent just the same and worthy of right. watch i hear you ben i hear you all right dean how about you out of 10 pancakes how many would you give it 10 pancakes um i mean i had fun watching it start to finish literally start to finish uh i'm i'm giving it a 10 bro i think both the first and this one are 10 10 out of 10s <laughs> they're so good it's crazy yeah you're not crazy for thinking that honestly like it's just they're shockingly good they have no business being this freaking good all right so 10 so rainer how about you out of out of 10 I know I said 8.5 or 9 earlier, but I'm going to have to up it to a 9.5. Oh, wow. All right. Jumped a whole I, point based on the combo. Okay. I, I I think it was really, 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 really good, but I have to agree with the points Ben made. Those little nitpicks make the difference of that 0.5 and it, not giving it a perfect score because I, I, do, I do think that, like, you know, 20.99, I didn't like him. And I didn't like what the way he was done. And that's really the only nitpick I have. Other than the ending, of course. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. All right, USB. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I think I'm gonna agree with Dean that the first one was a ten. Uh but I think I'm gonna have to sort of maybe differ disagree um on the second one a little bit, uh, and give it an eleven. Because I knew you were going to say that. I was <laughs> like, about is the most positive guy on the planet. Dude, okay, okay. So, yeah, the reason why I gave it that is because at no part in this movie was I, like, bored or wanted to, you know... I had to pee half of it. I was like, no, I'm fucking staying for this, yeah, <laughs> for this you shit. Like, shit. Yeah, even the, like, slow, like... Yeah. Boring parts are so worth watching. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. So and they're so packed with like good content yeah so it, it hits on the action level it hits on the emotional level it hits on the soundtrack level it hits on the story level it hits on the you know uh nerd level was just seeing all those spider people <laughs> in one thing it hits on the cameos it hits on the uh highs and lows and and everything and you know just it hits on the the storytelling for miles story like when he's getting held down at the at the end and he's like nah i'm gonna do my thing it's like dude that's fucking awesome like that is something that he would say and that just in the way he says it is just so like man eh, fuck you i'm gonna do this shit myself and then pieces out so um yeah dude 11 out of 10 i uh, you know uh yeah even even with my nitpicks maybe it was a 12 and in in the and <laughs> some of the like you know annoyances with uh with my miguel uh you know bring it down to 11 but um even those like that's just uh, yeah i mean I, I i couldn't find a flaw with this movie and like when you were like oh what's your favorite part and your least favorite part like i was just like what don't i like about this movie because yeah, i like right. fucking everything so <laughs> like yeah i'm i'm yeah this is great and if if uh if number three is any anywhere this quality which i gotta imagine it's going to be like it's uh this could be like the one of all-time great you know things so yeah can't wait awesome. heck yeah um so you know normally i don't agree fully with usby he's a little bit more positive than i am but i'm right there with you man i'm, I'm gonna be just a little conservative i'm gonna say a 9.8 
I think I would give the first one. There you go. <laughs> the, the first one might be a 9.9. .9. It might be a 9.9. .9. So I'm going to go 9.8 here. I need to see it again, though. I've only seen it one time. After a second viewing, it might, you know, surpass the first. There's just so much going on, like every frame. There's so much packed in it that this really, like, counts on those re those repeat viewings. So uh, I want to get into a little bit of toys talk here. I know this has been talked to death. Um, so I'm just going to open it up to the panel. After seeing the film, is anyone has anyone changed their mind in terms of the figures that they will get in terms of what's been announced? Question number one. Question number two, are there any characters that you want them to do? I think we, we know a few of them um, that have not been announced already. Totally. Um, I'm not getting any hot toys from this movie. I'm going to get the figure arts. Okay, okay. Let me know when those goes up because I kind of want to get those too. Uh, they should be coming up this month. Okay. June, I think BBTS had them out. Um, I'll go because, you know, I am the hot toys fanboy as they say um i was not originally going to get the miles uh from this because i thought i wasn't into the suit so much as i, I like the first one more um and uh, i was like yeah you know i'm not gonna get it but the sort of role that this suit played to like clown on him where he's like oh what are you bleeding from your armpits and just sort of yeah. <laughs> the, you know the the stuff that you know the the, the thing it plays in the movie and, and kind of how it looks in the movie and stuff like that uh, and then plus the accessories that it comes with and, and, uh, the different, you know, the clothing and stuff like that. I think, it, you know, and the, just the more mature miles head scope that it comes with and all that. I think it, it, uh, with how much I liked this character in the movie, I, I decided to get it. I had some, uh, rewards at Sideshow, so I splurged on him and got the, uh, exclusive. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, as far as the other ones, I don't know. I don't know if I'll get the Gwen. Um, she just the suit's just not different really except for the chucks mm -hmm. and you know you could probably get those you know somewhere else and and you know so we'll see what comes with her when when if they announce her you know what kind of things they'll do um i might wait for the um the third uh the third movie to see if her her stuff changes for that um you know but uh, or if they some come with some whiz bang head sculpt you know who knows but the uh 2099 um yeah probably still not getting him i want to because i i thought his character looked so freaking cool in the movie he's so I, good in the film if I they know. had just made a halfway decent figure i know i want to like it and it's like oh maybe they did it for this reason like i guess maybe because the big like you know his big like uh claws coming out of the 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 elbows like maybe that's why they do it but like yeah i don't know man it's just gonna look so weird in that in in the display Again, if they made all the other characters in the line like that, like home run, no, no, no problem. But since it's going to look so weird having a jointed character like that, just sort of sitting there, you know, we'll see. I mean, if it's cheap enough one day down the road, you know, for bargain bin bros, watch here soon nice. on this channel, uh, then, yeah. then maybe, but, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't plan on getting him for sure. I hear you on that. Um, so, so Ben, you were shaking your head. Any any additional thoughts on this? The, the movie didn't make me want these figures any anymore. Uh, the Gwen maybe uh, because I do I did like Gwen more in this film for sure. Um, I feel like this uh, Miles figure doesn't have wide enough shoulders even still. Uh, there are some shots of the film where he looks a lot beefier uh, than I think he looks in this figure format. So that's one one takeaway maybe. But maybe maybe I'm just nitpicking on that side. 
the figures that I would want from the film definitely have to be that Ben Riley Scarlet Spider. Mm -hmm. If they make that, I'm a thousand percent in. Um, even if it's got joints, I think that would still be a really badass looking figure on the would shelf. Would you pose somewhere. him in a moping pose though, kind of slumped over, just? <laughs> Do you not have the original? Do you not have the original from the video game at all? No, no, I uh, never got it. I never got it. So oh, I'm like, I, I need it. I need it. I, I love the Scarlet Spider. I, I, I thought he was awesome in the film. Oh, dude, it's musculature. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, gripping you in my ripped musculature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and I loved Spider Punk. I'd be really curious to see yeah. how they do that uh, in a figure format because he had a really unique animation style that surrounded him and his guitar yeah. and everything. Be cool. So, yeah, like yeah especially those. with the big spikes because the original one and they had like the small spikes which is more accurate to you know whatever the the, the game but yeah having one with the big spikes would be would be awesome i think it, but you know to the, i forgot to say what figures i want to see from this i think it's going to be cheating for me to say all of them because i would never be able to afford all of them but Fair. like there are so many i could not even begin to tell you which ones i want there's just so many uh, it's like every spider person from every comic or every video game or every movie ever is in one place. So, yeah. Yeah. Even the, was it the Dupinder or, or Dupinder, the the, the Hindu Spider Man? I thought du he was. Dupinder is his uh, is his character in Deadpool. So that's the oh right. That... Sorry, what was the racist? Oh my god! I thought it was Dupinder. <laughs> oh my god! So this is going to be the last character. episode <laughs> of Movie Night. <laughs> I hate to see sensitivity <laughs> trading with. <laughs> Uh, let's see what his name is. Um, Sorry, I, I can't remember his name, but I liked that Spider -Man character. Spider-Man India is just his name. Spider-Man no, India? It's yeah. Peter. So hold on one second. No, yeah, it's, he definitely had a name. I thought it I thought it was... Yeah, anyways, he was really cool. And I really liked the way that he would spin his webbing around his ankles and stuff. It was very, uh, very Pav, yeah, fancy. He was like a yo-yo. Pavitir Prabarkar. Spider-Man definitely gave yeah, him it's a, a play name, on, it's a play on Peter Parker because it was like Manhattan and Mumbai mixed as well right so yeah he was awesome yeah, yeah, that was an awesome character made me laugh a lot Pavitir yeah okay I'm not gonna say that I know I, I shouldn't <laughs> even attempted to yeah. pronounce it but here here we are um you know who else we really need we still need a Peter B Parker even if I didn't love his characterization in this I think mm -hmm. we need like a two-pack with just like the normal Spider-Man suit. Even give him a little gut if you need to. And then he could have the little baby carriage as well. Like, mm -hmm. I think that that would just be such a perfect release. The I don't know why they baby. haven't touched it. Exactly, right? Power it just feels Spider-Baby. Yeah. <laughs> I would take power pose. So just a little, like a Grogu with, you know, a minimal articulation. That'd be perfect. So um, anything else? Any other thoughts on figures or wants from this film? Yeah, I, uh, I already picked up the the two I want. Which, Which one of those, Rainer? These two. Right Hold on, there. I'm gonna I'm gonna solo you here. So you were talking about potentially getting um, some some autographs on these, right? Yeah. So Haley Stenfield's coming to um, coming to a con here in July that I uh, I went in and purchased some autographs for. So I'm gonna get these two signed. Nice pickups, bro. Very yeah. very cool. As for the hot toys, I. I would pounce on the hot toys, but I'm trying to get out of them, so I, I it's it's not not seeing enough to make me break that rule. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, the line just it's not strong enough. It doesn't live up to the potential from the film, right? They yeah. have definitely put minimal effort <laughs> into these figures. I do, I do think the Miles looks nice, but yeah. you know the rest of the line is definitely questionable. I think um, I think if they did a, a really good Spider Punk copy or whatever. 
with like a crazy background or, or whatever i think if they knock that figure out of the park or or yeah don't i i think you know i think if you got a peter b parker i think it'd be awesome but i think it'd also just be a spider-man body with an animated head sculpt and a small gut or something like that so yeah. it wouldn't be that huge of an effort but like a legit spider punk with you know the the patched up pants and and whatever dude i think that would be uh yeah knock it out of the park and make people yeah. more invested in the line because he would be a wild a wild one for sure and i do wonder if you know this movie's going to be really successful right it already has started and it's probably going to go on to pretty insane heights i wonder if hot toys will reconsider you know the effort they put into this film and then maybe for the next one you know kind of <laughs> give us additional figures because yeah i think that they've definitely undershot um given the quality of, of the release overall or, or yeah. of this film overall um so, so i want to open up to everybody two questions here number one where does this rank on your all-time spider-man list so all of the spider-man film live action animated where does where does this place let's, let's start with that question and whoever wants to take it just jump in this movie uh i mean even though it's like higher numbers rating wise spider-man 2 with toby and doc ock has such a special place in my heart that i i nothing can beat it like so far nothing has beat it um but i would put it man it's neck and neck for number two spot number two with um homecoming because i loved homecoming bro homecoming is it's the best one for sure of that trilogy it's yeah. still my favorite it was like it was like the first time you saw you know i mean the toby ones were good and, and, and all that stuff but like this this was the first time we saw like a full like oh my god this is a comic book spider-man like yeah without being cheesed because some parts i think it was just the era were a little bit cheesy on the on the uh campy i guess if you want to call it that on the on the um toby ones but uh and i think that the third one kind of left a bad taste in everybody's mouth for the Bro, the, i fucking hate that movie yeah like, like it tops the list of movies i hate mm-hmm there are shittier movies I'd rather watch. Yeah. Than that movie. I know they like seriously ruined the whole like good faith and everything that they got with the first two. Um. Anyway, since it's I'm talking, since I it's pretty bad. Watch it again. <laughs> Topher Grace's Venom. Yeah. That. Watch if it again. He doesn't like it. Then I bro. Really do need I to watch tried it again. to rewatch it because I hated it so much yeah. that I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I'll rewatch it. Like a couple of years ago. I didn't fin- I was like, fuck this movie. It is as shitty as I remember. <laughs> fuck this movie. <laughs> I know. I tried to watch it with my kids too. And I was just like, oh God, Harry is such a little emo bitch. Um, anyways, so since I'm talking, I'll go. Where does it rank? I think for me, it's probably top. Yeah, top three. Top two for sure. Uh I don't know, man. It's hard because it's like I watch, I'll watch Homecoming and be like, oh my God, I fucking love this. Michael Keaton is the vulture. You know, it just did this, that, and the other thing and, and, and all that. But really, the Homecoming trilogy, the Homecoming movies are all kind of like, it's all kind of like his origin story, right? They're all, it's a, it's a basically one long origin story because now he's at the point in the MCU where he was like kind of starting out, you know what I mean? Where you've seen him in the other movies. So it's kind of, you have to take all those in one. So, yeah, I'd about to say it's probably my 
yeah, I'd say it's probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. Uh, you know, at least at least for now. Um, you know, when when I when I watch the Holland one, so you know they kind of swap back and forth a little bit. But yeah, for right now, yeah, my, I think it's my favorite one, or at least top two for sure. Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay, you did cheat by saying three movies were one, but we're gonna allow it on this. <laughs> Rainer and Ben, how about you guys? Where does this rank all time for you? Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, so for me, I would say it would go Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 2 as in the number one slot. I think Into the Spider-Verse would be my number two. Homecoming would probably be my third. And I would say this would be my fourth. So I think it would rate four in, in the top in the top for me. So still pretty high rating, high praise yeah. for sure. Really loved it. Awesome, awesome. Okay, Rainer, how about you? Um, oh, this is tough. Um... I'm probably going to rank it in the top three. Um, Into the Spider-Verse is definitely up there, too. For me, it's a fight between Spider-Man 2 and uh, Spider-Man Homecoming for the um, the other spot in the top three. Just because, you know, the Homecoming's so great, but Spider-Man 2, nostalgia. I mean, it's what I grew up with, so. All right. No, hard to argue with that. And I would say for me, it's probably number three, honestly. I do rank Homecoming number one. Dean, I'm right there with you. I want to say well, Into the Spider-Verse. Well, two. Oh, oh, okay. Well, then I'm not <laughs> with you at all. No, two, you, you can't complain about two, but um, th- that's probably in my top four for sure. But I think maybe Into the Spider-Verse two, and then this, I think number three. It's It could jump up, though. The more that I see it, it really could, honestly. Incredibly well done film. I want to finish here with just talking any predictions we have for part three or anything that we want to see. So does anyone have anything that stood out when you kind of hit the end of, of this film? Was there, are there a few things that you want to see or that you predict for, for part three? I, I kind of want to see a three-way showdown between spot Miguel and uh, Gwen's team with miles teaming up with Gwen. Of course, oh, I think yeah. that would be a pretty awesome fight where, you know, the, you know, they're all trying to stop Spot, but at the same time, Miguel's trying to undermine Gwen's team. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be Miles versus Spot and then Gwen's team versus 2099. That'd be cool, too. Yeah, because I think he's going to be trying to stop Miles and they're going to be trying to stop him while Miles actually saves the day. So No one's mentioning Miles Prowler at all. I, that's gonna get resolved so fast. It, it's you think it's, so? it's gonna okay. be like a non-issue. I do within like the first thirty minutes. That shit's gonna be solved. I really? Think. Okay. He might. He's he fucking might. Spider-Man. They're, they can't yeah. fucking hold a candle to Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I. It's like he, he he could break out of those chains the second he wants to. I don't even know why he's sitting there and that's that tied up to that punching bag. Yeah. He's in shock, plain and simple. Yeah. Wait, I, I thought that he didn't have his powers or something, though, right? Didn't he go to either turn invisible or to charge, and then he got knocked out? No. Um, no, no Prowler, got... Prowler blindsided him, sucker punched him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah his yeah. uncle, yeah. I thought yeah, there was something about the, this universe. The electricity starting to flow and when he's touching the, the chain. Okay, okay. Um, I'll say uh, I think that the... Um, uh, what should we call it? Uh, I think the thing with the Prowler is going to get resolved soon. He's going to get out, but then I think it's going to go back and he's going to sort of turn uh, the Prowler into the Spider-Man of that mm-hmm. era, like see the good in him and, and all that stuff. Um, but my my um, big dick prediction 
for this wow, big dick uh, prediction big dick Trademark prediction that. i know mark that big dick prediction usb's big dick prediction um <laughs> that spot is gonna are you familiar with how miles morales came into the comic universe at all no so quick so he quick was just rundown. kind of introduced as like an alternate right quick rundown he was in he was in the ultimate universe uh peter parker died and he took over for him uh you know he was in, in the ultimate universe and that's separate from peter parker's 616 universe da -da. this event happened collapsed all the universes into one and then miles was in now in the the mainline universe so big dip prediction what i think is gonna happen is spot now that he's a trans-dimensional being and can travel between universes he's going to collapse them or do something like that and then miles morales live action is going to emerge at the end of number three and that's going to go into the mcu and do that shit so That'd big dick prediction awesome. wow. big is sony prediction. gonna play ball still I, I thought they wanted out they're all making so much money why wouldn't they <clears throat> yeah well i mean it depends it might it might he might not come out in the mcu maybe he comes out into the sony universe and fights craven which would be awful uh but you know we'll see um uh, but that's my prediction i think some because it's all multiversity they've already established you know uh live action childish gambino prowler is there they've already established the the other universes with toby and andrew are there uh and they've already said you know earth 99999 with the uh, with the nerd and, and dr strange there so all it takes is for something to collapse and miles to pop out into the uh, mainland universe so uh i think that's my usb's big dick prediction i love that and sony does scare me though if they take a live action and they do it themselves it's like it's they're either making incredible films or the absolute worst films you've ever seen yeah i don't like venom i'm sorry I don't uh like yeah. i don't know fox is kind of taking the cake on the worst movies I don't know. Fox man. had some bad ones. Fox had some bad Fox ones. Fox had but the like... Fantastic Four and all the X Men movies, oh, God, bro. Right. But they made oh, some the great X Men ones, ones weren't bad. I like X Men it. One and Two were good, and so was Days of Future Past. But then oh, everything else. Love was Days like... of Future Past. Yeah. You're not wrong. Okay, there are three for what ten? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thirty percent average. But I mean, Sony also made Venom Three, if you remember that, so, or Spider Man Three with Venom. That's with right. Toby McGuire. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's that bad. And they also made both Venom movies. Oh. Yeah, God. I do not like those films. Ben, any big nut predictions at all? Uh, I, th I think uh, Rainer actually hit it on the head earlier uh, when he said that uh, the prediction for me would be that because Miles is um, an anomaly, he'll be able to kind of have his cake and eat it too. He'll be able to, he'll be able to save his dad and not have a cannon-breaking event. Uh, and he'll be the first that's able to break that. And I think it may highlight the fact that there's a way to do it in other Spider-Verses as well. And some, you know, find a way to subvert some of that potential that potential loss. But I think it'll be Miles that will, will do it first. Interesting. Okay. And, and I will just say my prediction is that we may see other heroes from Marvel. We probably don't need that and it probably won't happen. But when I, as I kind of started thinking how they may up the ante, it's like, oh, what if they brought in like an X-Men or something like that just to kind of collaborate with one team? Could be kind of cool uh, to see uh, if they exist in this universe or, or multiple universes that they will be battling in. Um, so with that, does anyone have any additional thoughts on this that they want to talk about? Dean, looks like you're going to say yes, something. Yes, I have a question because I, maybe I missed it or they didn't explain it. But Miles saves the 
dad of the Indian girl in the Indian world Spider-Man's universe. And it starts to unravel. What what happens? Everyone just stops existing? Are they going to fix it? I don't understand. I think they left it vague. Like, are they... Because the Indian Spider-Man's still around at the end of the movie. He joins Gwen's team. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what, he just left everyone there to die? Or... From, from what I gathered... Like in, Go ahead. I was going to say, in the Loki show, they can fix anomalies right well i think that's what they were doing when 2099 and his team showed up and they were deploying those devices i think that was trying to contain the uh unraveling yeah Mm -hmm. okay so it's like okay well then go let miles do whatever he's gonna do and if it doesn't work then just contain it just fix it again he's blinded (laughs) he's blinded But he also said he tried to contain it, I think, on, and he still lost his daughter as a result. That's right? true. Like he lost There's control. There's still a risk. Okay. There's still that risk. That's before he had all the technology, though. Hmm. That's true. Hmm. <laughs> um, I think he had the technology. He chose to take the technology off and have a daughter instead. So, uh, side note, um, I just took a look at my packaging of this. Part one, right there. Part one, right there. Part one, right there. Oh, wow. Okay. Save that. Don't open it. Yeah. I'm not. Shit, now I got definitely, order some. Definitely get that one autographed. Now oh, that, I now am. That you've done I it. am. There you go. <laughs> Incredible. Any additional thoughts? Any questions anyone has here on the panel? No, just go see it again. I saw it twice so far. I'll probably see it again. Uh, maybe ne- not next weekend, but the weekend after with uh, my son. And uh, yeah, it's good. I'll probably see it again this week. Hmm. I'm hoping so as well. I uh, I love seeing the uh, the cashier lady from the Venom movie. That shit was hilarious. That yeah. was yes. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, Even though I don't love those films, I was. Sorry. What, what was that, Rainer? I said she was just acting like it was a normal day for us. What I was just saying. <laughs> she wasn't phased at all. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Well. Yeah. That shit is all connected to everybody. Yeah. That that the absolute Irwin beyond the Spider Verse will definitely break out for the animated universe. Look out for that big dip prediction. I guess beyond true. the Spider Verse, I had not even thought about that, but yeah, beyond <laughs> the Spider Verse. Wow. Okay. That could we work. Are, we are bussing, bussing out for sure. With that, thank you to my beautiful panel. Really appreciate this conversation. I think we could probably talk for you know two more hours about this film, but I'm looking forward to uh, discussing the next one when it comes out. So beyond the Spider Verse, March 2024. Yes, sir. Thank you to everyone. There you go. <laughs> There's that big dick prediction right there. Thank you to everyone in the chat. I will just say, if you're watching this, please leave it a like, either on 16fix, on Collecting Weekly. Also comment if you enjoyed this blockbuster movie night. Do you want us to do more of these? Do you want us to, you know, omit Dean next time? That's totally fair. No, I'm kidding. He's the the star. He's always the star. I just had to throw a low blow out there. Um, Also, let us know what you thought about this. Out of 10 pancakes, or 10 whatever you want to rank it, what did you think of this film? So... Thank you again for everyone and hope you all have a good rest of your evening and we will catch you on the next Blockbuster Movie Night. Dean, before I log out, actually, Collecting Weekly tomorrow, big giveaway, right? We, we got to plug that. Yeah, we're going to announce the uh, the giveaway for the uh, our 3,000 uh, subscribers. Um, Zach already announced it, so I'll just say here again. Uh, we're going to be giving away Hot Toys Carnage. 
So tune in to see how in you the can, Spider-Verse. Yeah, see how you can tune in to win that. And uh, yeah, we're going to have fun on the show. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good time. Were you going to say something, Ben? Yeah, I didn't realize I was muted. I said, I, I better win that carnage. Yeah, I don't. I do not think you you're eligible. It's all my sensitivity uh, contributions that are coming. I know. I, I need I, to be rewarded. I told him that I, I'm going to quit the network for the yeah, the, the the duration of yeah. the giveaway, and then I'll rejoin at the end. <laughs> oh boy! Well, yeah. going to be some tough competition out there. But with that, thanks again to everyone, Dean. If you wouldn't mind leading us out. Bye. Let's start at the beginning one last time. Earth sixty-seven. What the? I'm Spider-Man. I need you to come with Who me. Who the heck are you? I, I just told you that. Listen, listen. I'm from the future. How dare you point at me? I'll tell you something. I don't know what they call that stuff, but that little, like, caramel, man. You gotta stop playing. I mean, if they give me one right now, tear it up live.